Well, happy day after Christmas, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful time worshiping Jesus and being with family and loved ones uh, for Christmas and Christmas Eve. Thank you so much for being with me today for this devotion. We are continuing our journey through the book of Revelation. We are in chapter 19, so open your Bible there if you haven't already. want to remind you that our reading plan for 2023 is almost ended uh, this is the last week for this reading plan, and the new one, the one for 2023, starts next Monday. So pick up your copy at the church this coming Sunday if you've not done so already. Look for it online. You can get the bookmark that has six months of the reading plan or the bifold that has the entire year's reading plan. They're available on a table uh, at the back of the worship center in the middle, middle of the wall there. So go ahead and pick your copy up. All right, today we are in chapter 19, and in this chapter what we have is a very dramatic depiction, description of the second coming of Jesus Christ, if you will. Um, his second coming has already been described in briefer passages that are very graphic, very symbolic, using symbolic language or imagery in Revelation, for instance, in Revelation 6 with the sixth seal those events are depicting the second coming in Revelation 11. Uh, the events of the seventh trumpet depict the second coming, and in particular, uh, the judgment that will take place after the second coming and God's reign uh, in the universe. But what we have in chapter 19 is a more detailed, if you will, lengthy description of, of the second coming that uses very dramatic, uh, very symbolic image and language, and right in the middle of this image is the the marriage of the Lamb uh, between Christ and His Church, Jesus and His people, depicting our union with Christ that will take place at the second coming. The union of all the church, all God's followers, all God's people with Christ at the second coming, uh, and then there's depicted after that uh, the destruction or the punishment that will take place. Um, after, the, uh, after the judgment day at the second coming in the lake of fire for all the nations and, and individuals who are not followers of Christ but instead follow, follow, follow Satan. And in this chapter, what we see is when that's happening, there is rejoicing in heaven. Now, I want you to note two things. Notice two things that spoke to me devotionally that I want to share with you. The first is the way Jesus judges Okay, here's the, this, this is the second coming and the judgment day, rejoicing in heaven, thrown into the lake of fire, the judgment, okay? Notice how Jesus judges. Look with me at verse 15 of chapter 19, verse 15. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. Now look at verse 21, the last verse in chapter 19. And the rest were killed with the sword which came from the mouth of him who sat on the horse. This is Jesus in his second coming here is depicted uh, dramatically as riding on a horse. Doesn't mean Jesus will really ride a horse when he comes back, but that's the image that describes it, the, just the, the dramatic nature of his second coming. And there is this sword coming from his mouth, and in verse 21, with it he kills those who are not believers, and in verse 15, he strikes down the nations. Now, does that mean 
Jesus is going to literally ride a horse and there's going to be a sword out of his mouth and he's going to swing it and that's how he's going to take vengeance and there's going to be a literal physical battle where Jesus is at the front of the army with a sword striking people down. No, no. This is dramatic language that says when Jesus comes back, what he uses to judge and then punish because of justice, people who are sinful, people who are evil, people who don't love Jesus, people who don't believe, is the sword. And the sword that comes out of his mouth early in Revelation is the word of God. Hebrews talks about the word of God being a, a two-edged, a sharp, two-edged sword. And so what, what he's saying is that the second coming, Jesus is going to judge humanity. And that judgment will be based upon his word. And when people are judged by his word, it is a just judgment. And if they are not obeying his word, not believing and following and serving and loving and living for Jesus Christ, the word will condemn them. The word has already made clear how to be saved, how to know God, how to live. And when you don't obey you don't heed the word. The word will judge. The sword with which Jesus judges humanity is the word of God. And so I've said many times in my ministry, what God's word says today is what it will say on the judgment day and what it will say a million years beyond that because it's unchanging. It's unchanging. And so the sword that judges, God judges according to the word. So you want to be right with God? You want to be right with God on Judgment Day? Align your life with what he says because this is what he will judge you by, the word. That's the first lesson. Now the second one is that you and I as followers of Christ in this life, living here in this sinful world that's going to be judged by the word of God, are to clothe ourselves, to dress ourselves with righteous living. Righteous acts, righteous deeds. Look with me at verses 7 and 8. He says, let us rejoice and be glad and give glory to him for the marriage of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. So uh, the fullness of time, the second coming of Jesus, the marriage of the lamb, our union with him. Verse 8, it was given to her, to the bride, to the church, to God's people to clothe themselves in fine linen, bright and clean. Women go out and buy beautiful wedding gowns for their wedding day. That's the image here that we dress up beautifully for Jesus on the day he comes back in the marriage of the Lamb when we are united with him. And for the fine, for the fine linen, how we, what we dress ourselves in that makes us look beautiful to Christ is the righteous acts of the saints at the end of verse 8. The righteous acts of the saints. If you want to look good to Jesus, live righteously. You want to be a beautiful bride, live righteously. Jesus, whom we just celebrated yesterday, Christmas, Jesus is worthy of a beautiful bride wearing a beautiful gown. Live righteously because when you live sinfully, when you live indifferently, when you live backslidden, when you live disobeying Jesus and you say you're a disciple, you are insulting Jesus Christ. He deserves better. He deserves a beautiful bride. 
dressed in a beautiful gown. And what makes us beautiful is living righteously, doing righteous deeds. May that be our commitment, not only today, but for all of 2023. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at chapter 20.